ninjas. Welcome to the Saucy Sales Show. I am so excited and grateful that you are right here hanging out with me today. Listen, being an entrepreneur can be tough, especially when you feel like you were doing it alone. And on top of that, most of you didn't go to school for sales. And yet it is one of the most important skills you need to know to run your business. But that is why your saucy sales queen is here to help you learn all things sales and marketing with a sprinkle of mindset and life as an entrepreneur. So you never feel like you're alone again. I'm your host, Logan, otherwise known as the most fun sales and marketing mentor you will ever meet. (laughs) All right, grab your notebook, or if you're driving, just listen and take notes later and be present right here in this moment while you start to become a saucy sales ninja. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. How we doing, my saucy sales fam? Oh, my gosh. Does anyone else feel like they were dragging last week after the holiday or this past week? Um, I don't know when it is. When you're listening to this, it depends. But the 4th of July weekend, the um, extended weekend for some, and I just, you know, lost a lot of sleep, had a lot of fun, but it seemed like it made the week kind of drag on as I was trying to catch up and get back into things. So if that's you, you're not alone. I feel ya. But I'm excited for a fresh start this week and just to finish out the summer, right? Not that I'm wishing it to go away quickly, but I feel like 4th of July was always for me as a kid, like the mark of, you know, the second half of summer, like when school was around the corner or something like that, like it seemed like 4th of July came so fast. And then it was like a wake up call, like, oh, we actually don't have that much time left. Um, but anyway, not to be depressing about the time. <laughs> um, I'm so excited that you're here today listening, taking the time out of your day. I'm always so grateful for you as a listener. And I hope that you learn something when you come every week to listen to the Saucy Sales Show. So today I wanted to talk about the topic of the word no. And I want to tell you and help you learn what to do when you hear the word no. Um, And what I'm referring to is not like a no from your parents or a no from significant other when you ask them to do the dishes. Like I'm talking about when you're selling your services and somebody says no, you know, like not right now, maybe, you know, it's not a good time. It's too expensive for me. Like all those variations of basically like you don't end up working together. Okay. Whatever their objection is, whatever their reason is, um, they don't become a client. And when I first started selling my services, this was really hard to deal with. Um, especially when I was doing my own thing, when I started my own business. So I originally started in the online world, for those of you that don't know my background a little bit in, you know, selling and like online business. Um, I originally started in the online world inside of an MLM company and all of the trainings and everything that was taught to me was, you know, getting over the no and um, seeking out the no and getting as many no's as you can, because it means the yeses are going to be there. And um, basically just kind of putting up this wall of, you know, if they say no, we just move on to the next one and getting as many no's as you can and trying to put up this shield so that the no didn't affect you and it didn't stop you from talking to the next person, helping the next person. And, you know, so it was kind of blindly, not blindly, what's the word? Um, 
it was kind of like just charging ahead, not not considering my emotions or not um, paying attention to anything I was feeling and just focus on getting the next person. And to be honest, looking back on it, I feel like it took a lot of like the human side of sales out of it, um, which I don't agree with now. Um, But the part that I do agree with is not letting a no stop you from going on and continuing to help people. So, but back then I wasn't selling something that I created. You know, it wasn't my pricing. It wasn't my package that I spent um, weeks and months putting together and working on. So the feeling was a little different when I branched out and started my own businesses, which is what I do now um, with Saucy Consulting and teaching sales to online coaches and service providers. Um, it was a whole different ball game almost because I was now selling something that I put my heart and soul into that I was creating. I, I um, created the modules. I'm the one who put the packages together. I picked the prices and going out to sell that was intimidating um, knowing that someone could reject that. And there's going to be people who don't want it or um, can't afford it. And then all of these spirals happen. All of these thoughts happen of, well, what does that mean about me? And, um, oh, is it too expensive? Or, oh, is there not a value? Or I'm not good at marketing? Or what else can I do? And you kind of thought spiral into creating all these reasons why you're not good enough or why this person said no to you personally. Or that's what I, you know, like, and now I'm kind of sharing my own experience of the thoughts that I had. And so I was afraid to go sell because I was afraid of running into that no. I didn't want to experience those negative emotions that I typically was having when someone said that they weren't interested or they can't afford it right now, or maybe in a couple of months, they don't have the time or, you know, basically saying no to it right now. So I know that I'm not the only one that feels that way that has felt that way. I know that you have been afraid to sell or avoided selling your services because you didn't want to hear the word no. You didn't want to even encounter that. So instead of, you know, the the only way to guarantee that you avoid hearing that is to not sell at all. But then that leads to disappointment in your business and not making enough money and questioning everything you're doing. Because, you know, you're not bringing the income, you're not getting the clients, so you're not able to help people, you're not able to make the impact for people that you want to. And it's because you are completely avoiding talking to anybody or selling to anybody or starting conversations with anybody because you're so afraid of running into that no and you don't, you just want to avoid it because that's what we do as humans. Like when there's something that we don't want to deal with, we avoid it at all costs, whether it's a conversation that you don't want to bring up with someone or a text that you're afraid to respond to, we put it off, or an email, we put it off. Like We just try to avoid it instead of confronting the situation. At least a lot of us do, okay? Maybe some of you are very mature, responsible adults, and you never, ever do that. So good for you. But I know that there's a lot of us that like to avoid those uncomfortable situations at all costs, and this is one of them. So the idea today is to help you work through that, to help you realize um, you know, what the no is about and change your mindset on that as, as well as basically like, what do you do when you hear the word? No, what's the next step? What should I think? What should I say? What, where do I go from here? Okay. 
because I know that I was looking for that answer for so long of what do I do now? (laughs) Am I supposed to keep talking with them? Do I follow up with them? Am I supposed to, um, you know, address their objection? Do I move on? Do I let it go? Like, what am I supposed to do now? And a lot of times I would make the wrong decision in my, you know, like in my opinion, the wrong decision, because I would end up being pushy because I was told to just, um, you know, like it's not, it's a no, no right now. So, um, I was given all of these ways to like combat objections, but I wasn't really listening to the person. I was just regurgitating all these scripts and words that I had heard someone else tell me to say. And it wasn't a real human conversation. It was me being pushy. And so that's exactly what I teach to avoid now in my business, because I I know how gross those things made me feel. So first, I want to talk about like, what is what does it mean when someone tells you no? And I want you to recognize that it's a good thing because it means you're out there selling. That fact alone, the only way, what I said before, the only way to avoid hearing a no and, you know, quote, rejection is to not sell at all. So if you're out there and you're getting no's or you've heard a no, recognize that that is a good thing because it means you took that step, you took that chance to put yourself out there to sell your services. You were vulnerable and you were willing to put your heart out there, put your program out there, put your service out there that you care so much about, that you've worked so hard on. You were willing to be vulnerable and go sell that to somebody. And yes, they said no, but please recognize and celebrate the fact that that means you're selling. And that's great because that step alone is so hard for a lot of people to just put yourself out there, to give yourself the chance of hearing a rejection. So many people continue to avoid that. They don't want the rejection, so they just don't try. So if you're hearing a no, it means you're out there selling. So kudos, snaps, claps, whatever you want, celebrate that for a second. If you're not, if you're listening and you're not hearing anything, yeses or nos, it probably means you're not out there selling at all. You're not putting yourself out there. You're not being willing to take that chance and to be vulnerable and to go, you know, really work to make the income and the connection that you want to. So it's time to dig into why. Why are you not doing that? What are you afraid of? And that's not the topic of this episode. We're going to go into, okay, you are out there selling. You heard a no. What do you do? Um, Second thing is, okay, someone says, no, it's not in my budget. I can't right now. Not right now. I want you to realize that it doesn't mean anything about you as a person or your self-worth or your ability to do what you do your ability to be successful. It does not mean anything about any of those things. Okay. They are saying no to the service that you have. They're saying no to the offer that you gave them. They're saying no to the product that you have. And yes, you created it, but their no just means they don't need it right now. It's not in their budget right now. It doesn't mean I hate you. You're the worst of what you do. What are you even doing? You're not going to be successful which are all the thoughts that we continue to misinterpret what they say. We take their rejection. We take their no 
as those things. It's as a rejection of ourselves as a person, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a service provider, as a coach. And they don't mean it as any of those things, but our minds twist it up and make us feel so inadequate and so less than because someone didn't automatically say yes. And I think this stems from a lot, a couple things. Um, I think one of them is there's a lot of people out there, coaches, service providers, people, you know, entrepreneurs who talk about how easy it is to get clients and they're teaching you how it's easy to get clients. And they, you know, are always hearing yeses. They always have this many people in their programs. And so you compare yourself to them. You see them talking about how easy it is and you're like, it's not easy for me. That must mean I'm bad at this. That must mean I'm doing something wrong. That must mean I'm not as good as them. Like, why are they saying it's so easy? And why am I getting no's? They, they seem to never get no's. They do. People just don't like to talk about those. They only talk about the results and the good side of things. We know this. So it doesn't mean anything about you as a person. They are saying no to what you have and what you created. And yes, that is a bummer sometimes when you don't get to help someone, but you have to remember there's a reason. Maybe it's not for them. Maybe this isn't the right client for you. It's, it has to be a two-way relationship. So on one side, it's not the right fit. And the more you start to take their no and take that, um, you know, they're not right now or it's out of my budget, the more you start to look at that as there's a reason. And it means like, we're not a right fit. This wasn't the right person. And then you move on to the next one instead of, oh my God, what did I say wrong? Do they hate me? Are they going to like, oh, what do I do now? Are they going to talk about me behind my, like to somebody else and say that I was bad at what I do? Like what was wrong with what I created? What was wrong with my service? That there's nothing productive about that, about those types of thoughts. That doesn't help us learn. That doesn't help us move forward. Okay. That's not that's not even self like criticism or giving yourself feedback. That is just like self deprecation. Is that the word? <laughs> Honestly, I think that's the word where you like tear yourself down. Um, <laughs> sorry if I said that wrong, but that's what that is. You know, it does. It's not a productive thought process and we can't always stop those immediate thoughts from coming up, but you can address them and stop them from spiraling. You can change them turn them around, change your thoughts to be more productive for you for the next person. Because I also don't believe that every time we hear a no, that I don't want to say like, you're not doing anything wrong, but it doesn't mean that your sales process was like flawless. Okay. So what I, let's go back to my experience a little bit in network marketing is, you know, I was never taught, like I always was taught when someone says, no, it's about them. It's about something. It's about them rejecting their future. It's about them rejecting, um, their growth. It was always like almost blaming the person who said no, like, oh, they don't want this bad enough. Or, you know, oh, they don't, it's not enough of a priority in their budget. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I'm just going to say it. I, I think that takes all um, self-awareness and self-criticism or like direct feedback away. It doesn't give us any sort of process to reflect on our own sales process and figure out what could have gone better. Because maybe the reason they said no 
wasn't because they don't care about their health or their business or, you know, it doesn't mean they're bad with money or they don't prioritize themselves. It doesn't necessarily mean those things. Maybe the questions you asked were very surface level and they didn't feel a connection with you. Maybe they didn't feel like you listened to them. Maybe the um, offer you put together, like you, you only talked about it in terms of logistics and you didn't get into the emotion of it and they didn't feel connected to it. They didn't feel like you, you were the one that could help them. So in that case, if we just completely put all blame on the person and say like, oh, they don't want it bad enough. They, they are, it's not a priority for them to grow. We are looking at ourselves as like, we are all, we are perfect and we did everything right. And they're the ones choosing not to, not to join with this, you know, amazing person, which yes, you are an amazing person, but we also need to be able to like analyze, self-analyze our process and change what could be better. I don't think there's anything wrong with looking at that conversation, looking at that process that you went through with that with that lead that ended up in a no and figuring out where did they say no and doing that consistently over multiple clients because then you can see, oh, is it always during the sales call? Like I just, I never close anybody on a sales call or is it the way I'm booking sales? Is it in the DMs? Are people always saying no there? Is it always at the price point? Like where in the sales process are you getting the no? Are you getting any leads at all? Okay, maybe go back to your marketing. Maybe it's not the sales at all. And when you completely ignore that and put all blame, that's what I mean. Like it turned into blame. And I don't want you to take the blame. It's not about blaming ourselves and saying that we were bad at what we do, but it's about analyzing your sales process and figuring out, okay, what could have gone better? Are my questions not going deep enough? Are they not creating enough trust? Did I not build enough trust before we even got on this call? Um, Did I not build enough trust before we talked in the DMs? Um, Did I talk too much? Like where did they even get a word in? Or was I the one explaining things the whole time? And maybe next time I need to be able to listen better. That is productive. That is a good thing to do. To not tear yourself down or, you know, um, blame yourself, but also not to put all blame on them and just like write it off as they don't, they don't care about their business enough. They're not ready to invest. And then you go on and do the same thing with the next person, you know, and maybe by chance they say yes, but like the more that you understand your process and you can analyze what you're doing, what you're saying, the better you're going to be at selling your services. So kind of the, the, bird's eye view of what I just said was when they say no, it's not about you as a person and your own self-worth, but also don't put all the blame on them and say that they're making the wrong decision or it's all about them. You know, it's not about you. It's about them. It's about them not making the choice to choose themselves. Like, ugh, I think that's gross. When I say that out loud now and you just completely like discredit that person and like make all these assumptions because that's what they are, essentially. It's assumptions about why they said no. And I get like, I guess I understand where that comes from, because you don't want to put that blame on yourself, you know, so it's easier to have a more positive thought process yourself. If you're like, putting the blame on them. I don't know, like, I'm literally trying to work through this. And now that I'm like, saying it out loud, even more, I'm like, that's gross. Because they, you're assuming so much about a person, and you're literally not taking any credit or any 
accountability. That's the word I was looking for. You're not taking any accountability for your sales process, being really pushy or being really sleazy or, you know, not actually using any sales or buyer psychology within it. So how do you expect it to work? If you continuously put the blame on someone else and never analyze what you're actually doing and you just assume that you're just this, you know, great salesperson, you know what you're doing, but yet you keep getting no's. So it's not about taking it on as like your own self-worth. It's about being able to have accountability and analyze and really look at your sales process, your offer, your service, and making sure there's nothing that can be better next time. That is what I think is a productive thing to do when you hear a no. And then the other thing I wanted to address, like when it comes to hearing a no, like I said, it's it doesn't always like come out as most of the time, like you're never going to hear like, no. <laughs> and like, that's just it. It's usually some sort of objection. It's too expensive. Can't afford it right now. I don't know the time. Um, I don't know if this can help me. Like any of those objections that someone has after you, you know, give the price or whatever. Then it's like, what? That's essentially kind of a no for now. So it's like, what do we do? Am I supposed to address that objection? Am I supposed to let it go and say, okay, like talk to you soon? Am I supposed, like, what do I do? Because like I said, back in MLM days, and this is still how a lot of people are doing it, you have the same like objection script that you use for every single objection. And you have the same like feel felt found method. I know how you feel. When I first started, I found, but like, and it's like literally just regurgitated for every person, for every objection. And it's not personalized. It's not um, strategic, really. (laughs) Um, You're just kind of using a script. And these are humans who have real emotions. And so only using the same script every time doesn't sit well with me anymore. So should you talk to about the objection? And I feel like there's a lot of, Uh, back and forth with this too and confusion of what to do because again there's a lot of people out there saying that they don't spend time on objections if they want to work with me they'll say yes right away or they'll pay in full or whatever and so you kind of like develop this like I don't know in my opinion the way that those messages are portrayed sometimes like comes off like a little uppity you know like oh only people who are ready to pay in full and say yes are worthy of my time of even talking to and working through these objections, but teach their own, you know, and maybe that's not, you know, I'm not saying everybody is like that, but like just from an outside perspective, reading some of these messages, like part of me aspires to, to embody somebody who doesn't have to, um, address objections or work through them. But then part of me also was like, well, this is a, a real human and, If they have a concern, I want to be able to walk through that. And maybe they will be a yes if they are able to see that I genuinely care, you know? So I don't know. It's like there's two sides to that. And I feel like I struggle with kind of connecting with one or the other. So I'm like, I'll just be in the middle. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to adjust every objection because I don't think every objection is worthy of my effort and time based on what it is and what on my relationship with this person. But also, I'm not going to never do that because, again, I want to genuinely help this person. I genuinely care about helping them. And so if they will have a concern that it seems like they're open to talking about, then I'm going to do that. But there's also times when you have to learn to walk away. 
you know, if maybe you were talking to this person and they just have all these doubts, they have all these questions that make it seem like they're, they're very doubtful. They don't, um, really know if this is for them, but maybe they're just in it because it's like lowest cost option. I don't know. Like there's a vibe that they give off and you just feel weird about it, or you feel like this isn't a good fit. You, you don't feel like this is someone that you're excited to work with because they don't seem excited. Like if someone is not in a conversation with me and isn't excited about moving forward, obviously there can be some feel feelings of nervousness or some fear, like those are valid, but deep down, like I want them to be excited to move forward and not like reluctantly go into it. Like, oh, I have the money, but I don't know about this, but okay, I'll give it a shot. Like I'm not here for the, I'll give it a shot clients. Like I'm here for the I'm in. Yes, let's do this. I know you can help me. I'm nervous. I'm scared, but oh my God, I need this. Those are the type of clients that I want to work with because that's my energy. So I connect with that energy. So those are the type of clients where I'm really going to work through and talk through any objections that they have about price or about what's included or whatever. But if I'm talking to somebody and I can just sense that there are doubts, they're very reluctant, this is not exciting for them. I'm not really going to put my time into addressing objection because it's, it doesn't seem like a good fit anyway. On my, like on my side, but both sides, if they seem so reluctant and the conversation is just not a good vibe, it's not an energizing, exciting, you know, moving forward growth type of um, conversation, then I don't want to spend my energy trying to combat or not combat, but um, trying to work through four different objections just to get this person to say yes. That's not a productive use of my time. And I know that there are other clients out there who are going to be more ready to say yes. So what to do when you hear the word no? Make that decision. Is this someone that you generally want to help, that you feel like you trust, that you feel like they trust you, you've been talking for a while, or there's just something about it that you feel like, you know, this is meant to be? Then Okay, work through that objection and see if you can work that objection and see if you can work something out so that both of you are happy and excited to work together. Or you walk away, say, totally understand, you know, thank you for being honest. And then, you know, follow up with them the next time you launch, mark them down and you check in with them, see how their business is going, see how their health and fitness is going a couple months down the road because we care about people. Okay, just because they were a no right now and you didn't get their money doesn't mean you stop caring about them. Doesn't mean you give them free service, but it also doesn't mean you just like write them name off, write their name off forever and never think about them again. Because if you generally cared about helping them, like you said, when you talked to them the first time, you would want to check back in with them. Okay, or stay in touch in some sort. Maybe it's social media, whatever. But you have to make that decision of, who is worth that time and energy and who are you really excited to work with and talk through and who do you need to let go of because they're just trying to tear you down because there's too many objections because there's clearly doubt and you just feel like this is not the right fit because you have to trust that there's going to be another client right around the corner who's excited and ready to pay you. The more you think that, the more you believe that, the more it's going to happen because you're going to bring that energy into every conversation And your clients can feel that. And that's why they get excited to work with a coach or a service provider because of that energy, because of your energy that you bring to them, because of your excitement, because of your passion to help them. That's why they're going to work with you. And if you believe that, yes, this person is going to be so excited to work with me, you're going to come in with such a more positive energy that is attracting 
those people that you want to work with. So let's recap here. What do you do when you hear the word no, when you're selling? Celebrate and recognize the fact that the only reason you heard the no is because you are selling. And that is a huge barrier for so many people. So congratulations, you at least are overcoming that. And then realize it's nothing about you as a person, your self-worth, your ability to succeed. No, they're not saying no to and rejecting you as a human being. They just don't need your service right now or don't trust it or can't afford it or whatever. But also don't put all the blame on them and say that they just don't want it bad enough or they don't know how to prioritize their money. Also, be able to analyze your sales process and see, okay, what could I do better next time? Where, where is the problem in my sales process? Where am I consistently losing people? That's just being a good business owner and salesperson. And then you either, when you hear the word no, you know, make that decision. Am I going to spend the energy and time working through this objection if I feel like this could be a good fit if we work through this or do you walk away? That's it. <laughs> Simple, right? <laughs> no, but really, I hope that this has helped you kind of think about and not be so afraid of getting a no because now you know what to do, how to view it, what to think, what actions to take afterwards to, to overcome it. And I hope that takes away a lot, some of the fear of hearing the word no. And feeling more positive about it, trying to find the positive in it and how you can grow from it and seeing it as something that's a good thing rather than something that is a sign that you're not meant to do this or that you're failing. Because I know that I used to think that for a long time. So I hope this helps you get out there, sell your services, do it today, okay? Go sell to somebody. And I don't mean go in someone's DMs and cold pitch them. No, if you've been around here long enough, you know that's not what I mean. (laughs) I mean, talk about it on your stories. Follow up with someone who you've been in conversation with, someone who has clearly shown an interest in your content or your free trainings. Go start a conversation with them. Talk about how they can get more, okay? Build trust. I won't even get into that because my saucy sales ninjas know that I'm not talking about going into someone's DMs that watched your stories and inviting them to your program and you never talked to them before, and they've never shown any indication of being interested. Anyway, all right, that is all for today, okay? So please let me know if this is helpful for you. Um, easiest way to get a hold of me is to find me on Instagram at Logan in Motion and send me a DM that you listened to this episode and what you learned, what was helpful for you, and um, you know what action you're going to take from here. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and tag me so I can see and personally thank you. Please leave a review of the podcast if that is what, if you're loving, you know, coming back here every Monday and listening to us talk about sales and business. If you ever have a topic you want to talk about, please let me know. Or a guest that you want to have on, please let me know. I want to serve you. This podcast is for you and I want you to continue to be able to learn and grow your business as well. Thank you again for being here. I'm so grateful for your time and energy spent um, continuing to learn. Have a great day and I'll see you next week. 
Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of The Saucy Sales Show. Your time is the most precious asset you have, and I'm so grateful that you chose to spend some of it here with me today. It's time to stop saying, I love everything about my business except sales, and start believing that you are capable of loving sales and making them happen in a way that is fun, authentic, and makes you money. I would love to hear from you, so I can thank you for listening. Go find me on Instagram at Logan in Motion. Share this episode to your stories and tag me so we can connect. Make sure you come back next time so we can hang out again. See you soon.